Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero and Paul Clay. A lot to talk about today. Just want to mention before we start the show that today is the feast of St. Benedict of Nursia. Pray for us. St. Benedict, he's known as the father of Western monasticism. He built his life around prayer and praise on the word of God. And he directed all those who would follow in his footsteps, whether as monks or in a more recent time as lay oblates, that they begin their daily prayer with Psalm 95 so that they might be reminded to keep open the ear of the heart. What a beautiful thing to start your day with Psalm 95. I want to start today's show with Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25, because it's going to really identify some of the problems that we have today. People are just not listening to the word of God any longer. Listen to what scripture says, Matthew 7, 24 and 25. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rains fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house. But it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Paul, that says everything. A lot of people are wondering right now about the situation of the church, the situation of the world. But uh, people seem to forget that we're in control of our domestic church. Every single household is a domestic church. And every single man is a patriarch of that church, the priest of that church. And uh, just like our Lord tells us today in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, we need to build our house upon the rock, upon faith, upon prayer, upon the sacraments. And don't worry. People worry about their kids oftentimes. Your faith is going to, the graces of your faith and prayer are going to trickle down to your kids. That's a promise from Acts 16, 31. Paul tells a Philippian jailer, Sir, what must I do to be saved? And the and the and the jailer tells uh, t- tells us, uh, and Paul tells the jailer, excuse me. He says, "Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you and your family will be saved." I could quote you fifty other verses. The grace of God flows down to the kids, to the offspring, through specifically the Father. So don't fret, men. Become as holy as possible. Keep meriting the graces for your children, and you will see salvation one day. Paul, comments? Amen, Jess. Yeah, Jess. um, Listen, we're in that Joshua 24 moment. Oh, yeah. So I I think uh, I'd like to read it just to remind people. Yeah, we are. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods of your fathers, serve beyond the river and in Egypt. And serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, and that's what they're saying just today, that mm-hmm. somehow that are, you know, we're we're the haters, we're the, we're, the, we're the ones that are being hateful. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. You know, you know, Jess, we just need to be reminded of that. Listen, there are 
you know, and it seems like uh, there are many people who are bringing back the gods of old, the false gods oh, yeah. of old, which are basically demons, as you yes, know, Jesse. Yes, you, you know full well about spiritual warfare, and so so we're seeing it. We're seeing it manifested uh, in the in the physical, uh, which is t- the, the the one of the examples will be uh, today's topics. Uh, that I'm, that I'm sure you're getting ready to announce, but but this is nothing more than a visible manifestation of the embracing of these evil demonic spirits. And so, uh, on that note, I just want to remind everybody: listen, choose, make a choice. God says, "Come out from amongst them; be ye separate." Even one with God just is a majority, and people need to, you know. Uh, uh, just simply make a choice. Either you're going to choose good or you're going to choose evil. And uh, Jesus himself said, listen, when the son of man returns, will he find faith? That does, that's not a, uh, uh, an encouraging statement, uh, <laughs> you know, what the environment's going to be like, but we're, we're living in it. But uh, again, he's on the throne of mercy. He's on the throne of grace. Yeah. And uh, for you, those you, who want it, not everybody yeah. wants it. Amen. You don't want Amen. you don't want grace. You'll get Moses. Trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Allah. <laughs> hey, I just want to mention that uh, for those people out in Indianapolis, I'm going to be uh, in Indianapolis doing a spiritual warfare conference, July 28th and 29th. So for all of you guys in Indianapolis, if you want to come out to a July 28th, 29th spiritual warfare conference, I invite you. You can go to Corpus Christi for Unity at Peace.org. Corpus Christi for Unity at Peace.org. I'd love to be uh I'd love I'd love to meet all, all my brothers and sisters out there in Indianapolis. Paul, uh very uh disturbing uh articles that we have here. The first one is entitled We're Here, We're Queer, We're Coming for Your Children. Now, this is not a joke. Some people think, oh, come on, these guys are just you know being satirical. No, this is a declaration of war. Mm-hmm. The pedophilic endgame of the LGBT lobby was on full display in New York a couple of weekends ago, despite its allies proclaiming it was all, you know, just just a big joke. It was all in jest. LGBT activists marched through Tompkins Square in the East Village as part of the Big Apple's Pride Month celebrations last Friday. The marchers wearing flamboyant clothing, SNM gear, or barely anything shouted a disturbing message regarding their sexual designs on children. They were saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. They chanted, accompanied by primitive percussion. The Twitterverse flared up with negative reactions to the chant. Jim Caviezel, star of the upcoming film Sound of Freedom, which everybody should try to go watch this week, exposing international diabolical child trafficking, he asked, quote, when did you start to believe your conspiracy theory was correct? Well, they just started saying it loud in front of the cameras. It closed. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's funny, Paul. We're not projecting that we think that the LGBT community are child molesters. We're not projecting that. They're telling us. Yes. All, yes. All we're, all we're doing is listening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All we're doing is taking them at their word. And Jess, we don't even have to listen. Um uh, let's put our detective hats on for a second yeah. here. Anytime you have drag queens 
uh, entering elementary schools with full permission as if somehow, wow. you know, wow. exposing children to this uh, uh, debauchery is, is somehow in any way, shape or form edifying. The only there's only one reason why drag queens are, are, are going into our schools, and that is basically to deflower our children as yep. uh as Michael Voris put it in, in his church militant article, <laughs> yeah. which ba basically means to yeah. take away their innocence. innocence. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are they're predators, Paul. And and guess what? They got they got, they got government fiat behind them. They got the government backing them up. They have the, the Biden administration that's all in with the LGBT community. You know, Jess, uh, sad yeah, to say, ahead. sad to say it's not only the government, but many, many, many. Catholic uh, higher, high, higher, yeah, hirelings in our church have also, uh, you know, joined in on that, uh, you know, um, Pied Piper type uh, uh, situation. You know, the Pied Piper, Satan himself is just, you know, uh, blowing the flute and uh, to the destruction, right? Remember the Pied Piper, they all went off and dropped into the sea. And that's, that's exactly, right. that's exactly what's going to happen. Yep. Well, that and that's why, by the way, just uh, I invite you on. I think it's on, yeah, it's on July 20th. I'm going to be we're going to be uh, participating in a big it's called Deposit of Faith Coalition, a fight against the U.S. Marxist bishops. We're going to have a big prayer rally in the headquarters of the USCCB in Washington, D.C. And we're going to pray there and ask the bishops to disentangle themselves from the Democrat Party, from the Marxist, uh, you know, the, the their social justice, uh, uh, Marxist ideology, we're going to have speakers uh, in front of the USCCB on July 20th and, and calling out the bishops for the fact that they are completely entangled in Marxist ideology right now. We're expecting thousands of Catholics take your rosaries. We're going to pray out uh, in front of the building of the USCCB, praying that God gives them the grace to open their eyes, the scales fall off their eyes. Many of these bishops are jumping over the trap door of hell. And so mm. if, I'm going to be the MC at the conference. So if you want to go, it's oh, called nice. the De Deposit of Faith Coalition. Many Catholic apostolates, we're sick and tired. We want the U.S. bishops. They need to be cut off from U.S. taxpayer dollars. Over 50% of the U.S. bishops' operating budget comes from uh, federal legislation, congressional legislation through the Democrat Party, there's they're 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 drowning in millions of dollars, and they're yes. part of this child molestation yes. a connection from from uh, yes. from south of the border over here through Catholic services, relief services. We've got to stop this, Paul. Yeah, Jess. Listen, um, I, I, I'm not very hopeful in the sense that. Uh, you know, you're asking the, the bishops to detach themselves from the Marxist ideology that the Democratic Party has embraced hook, line and sinker, because in reality, many of them have uh, they've been they cut their teeth on guys like Saul Alinsky and things yeah. like that. Our Correct. educational institutions yeah. have been corrupted. Many Catholic institutions have been corrupted. And so so this is how they're formed and they're poorly formed. And that's why I say they're hirelings, because they do not embrace the faith. Uh, they statement. You know, yeah. And so 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 what I'm asking for is that Joshua 24 choose. Those, the, those that are there, uh, you know, who are properly formed and they're out there, 
They have been silent so far, Jess, and we need them to stand up. And if that means uh, career suicide, so we'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. We're back. Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. You know, this the Positive Faith Coalition on July 20th with a lot of Catholic apostles going to Washington for the first time. The U.S. bishops have never had lay Catholics demanding that they be defunded. This has never happened in the history of the United States. I would dare say in the history of the world. And this is going to be ongoing. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep doing this because we want to get the Republican-led Congress. We want to get future President Trump. We want them to hear that we know that there's a Marxist connection between the U.S. bishops and the Democrats, and we want them to defund the U.S. bishops from all the, their Marxist pork that they get entirely. And mm-hmm. so we're going to keep doing these rallies uh, in front of the USCCB, getting Trump's attention, getting the Republicans' attention, getting getting politicians of goodwill so that they know they're saying, hey, these lay Catholics are sick and tired of these uh, Democrats getting uh, of the bishops getting this free money. And so Paul, uh, this, this is just going to be an ongoing wave where we're going to, it's just like, remember the, how did the barbarians take over Rome? They kept coming wave after wave after wave, and they wore out the Roman empire and they finally toppled. This is what we're going to do to the U S bishops. Mm. Well, I, I, I like it because, like you said, a hireling wants to get paid. If there's no money in it for them, maybe they'll be like rats and jump off the ship. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you know, you cut off the funding, and the hireling says, "Hey, hey, that's what I'm here for, right? I'm here, I'm here because what's in it for me." So, um, I, I, you know, that's not a bad approach to, uh, you know, cut them off at the knees. Yeah, um, we're gonna, but, we're gonna. We're going to uh, give it the old college try, as they say, and just, you know, we hope hope and pray that our Lord just uh, blesses our efforts, because uh, I think that the thousands of lay Catholics that are behind this, I believe that we're, uh, we're doing this out of love for Holy Mother Church, because we want to see Holy Mother Church disentangled from the Marxist Democrat Party, Paul. Yeah, Jess, and I'd like to hear a little bit more said, you know, I mean, yes, uh, you know, we have a serious problem, and 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 I'm not you know, against, you know, uh, addressing the problem. But uh, at the same time, I also don't want it to be a situation where when people just hear some of these things, they're scandalized, and they run as fast as they can from the Catholic Church. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah, because the reality of the situation is, um, whom have I in heaven, Lord, but thee? And on this earth, I desire none but thee. This is where the faith rests. This is, uh, like it or not, the body of Christ. Yeah. It's the one true act. church. It's the one true yes. church started by Christ. Yes. And I get, I get what you're saying. And and I think, I think the motivation for anybody that would, that that's behind this coalition, our motivation is out of love for Jesus and love for Holy Mother Amen. Church. And we're sick and Amen. tired uh, of uh, of false shepherds, as Christ calls them in Matthew exactly. chapter seven, verse fifteen. We're, we're, we're tired of them fleecing the flock, Paul. We're tired yes. of it. Yeah. And as you know, Jess, our church is hierarchical. So therefore, you know, it's it's a top-down organization. And it's unfortunate because, you know, these uprisings, so to speak, from, from the bottom, which is us, 
you know, it's just it, that acts actually goes against, you know, what we know to be the case. And so this is why it's important that hopefully the things that we say resonate with some of these bishops that are like-minded to us, that are conservative, that 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 embrace the true faith, that are properly formed yeah. so that they then can take the lead in this and we'll stand behind them. Uh, you know, we'll Absolutely. be just like... Yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah, we'll be we'll be like the villagers with the pitchforks uh, chasing down Frankenstein, right? This, <laughs> you know, Frankenstein was a was a monstrosity, and that's unfortunately what uh, what our church looks like today uh, in many in many areas. That's right. Yeah, P- Paul. Uh, just finishing up on some of the things of this article, it says it says here. Uh, <clears throat> One victim of youth homosexual predation agreed, telling church militant, in an ad, in an in an in advertent moment of honesty, pride marchers in New York reveal one of their aims, which is coming after children. Hmm. As someone twice abused by homosexuals in my youth, I take this statement by these proud gay troops as a dire warning to all parents. They are stating their desired goal in this war to take children and steal their innocence. Seldom have we heard from gay people any honest talk about what their true aims are. In decades past, they said, we just want to be free to love as we want. Then they said, we want to get married like normal people. Having won these skirmishes, now they're unabashedly shouting to the heavens their true intent, which has always been the destruction of youth. Mm. Indeed, many trace the slippery slope of a, of a no-holds-barred sexual morality to 2015 when the so-called same-sex marriage was declared legal in the U.S. in the Obergfell versus Hodges case. At the time, arguments that same-sex marriage would usher in a brave new sexual world were often ridiculed or dismissed as homophobic. Well, guess what, Paul? Uh <laughs> They were absolutely right. They have ushered in a brave new world, and we're fighting to keep uh, we're fighting to keep our faith right now in the midst of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this "build back better" mantra that they're that they're, that we keep hearing, this is the, they're trying to basically create a world uh, uh, opposite of the world that that the Catholic Church has built over the centuries. Jess, yes, yes. Uh, we know Jess that uh, these teachers. We know that when we send our kids to college, they end up becoming full-blown liberals. Why? Because the, the the higher education institutions in our country have been long infiltrated with with this ideology, these Marxist uh, ideas, and so these people then, uh, you know, by the way, they go out and they become priests, they become lawyers, they become judges and so what they've done is um they have literally literally uh made it a hostile i mean an overtly hostile environment uh uh against the lord himself jess it's it goes right back to psalm chapter two you know the people of the earth you know they they actually in their arrogance they come against god and so we are steamrolling jess right now toward judgment and we don't even know it. Some of us do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying yeah. the ones that are out there 
uh, making these decisions and they want to live apart from God. They want to break, you know, it, they want to be truly liberal, truly free. And truth then becomes relative at that point, Jess. And when truth is relative, uh, basically, you know, I, I was talking to somebody uh, just the other, uh, yesterday, that's your truth. You know, that's not my truth. What do you mean that's not my truth is truth. As a matter of fact, we know truth to be a person, Jesus Christ, the way, the exactly. truth and the life, uh, the same yesterday, today and forever. It is a constant. It is as constant as God himself. That's right. Amen, Paul. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I'll tell you what this 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 homosexual movement. These are some of the fruits of the sexual revolution in the set in the sec in the sixties that they started in the sixties where right. they wanted to normalize everything that was disordered. They've they're trying to legalize pedophilia. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll probably try to push for incensed uh, necrophilia, which is having sex with the dead bestiality, having sex with animals, uh, you know, polyamory, you know, uh, having, you know, many lovers, Thruples, you know, having three people getting married, uh, fury sex, that sex with animals. Mm -hmm. And now thousands of children in the U.S. identify as gender different from the one that matches their biological sex. Why? They've been purely brainwashed by the LGBT propaganda media mm -hmm. that blasts 24 hours a day on our television. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, there's there's this one video, music video I saw on the Internet of the San Francisco Gay Men Chorus where the gay singers were saying, they were saying the following lyrics, quote, we're coming for your children and, and threatened to convert them bit by bit to LGBT, LGBT ideology. Uh, the, the lyrics are frightening, Paul. Let's not delude ourselves. We got to take all our precautions necessary to protect our families, our children, and our grandchildren because they're coming after our kids. Well, and again, Jess, they've already taken over the schools. And so, uh, as you know, um, that if a child expresses that he wants to be uh, identified with something else and move in that direction, and somehow his parents are resisting, they're calling it child abuse. And we take this serious because Joe Biden himself said, they're not your kids. They're, you know, we got your back. This I heard him say, this administration has your back. You know, mm -hmm. Jess, this is scary stuff. And this is why it's important uh, for all of us to, you know, speak the truth, to teach our kids, train up a child in the way that he should go. Um, you know, and if possible, if possible, my recommendation is to get them out of public school um, as fast as you can. Uh, and, and, and again, we still have to be prudent as to where we place them, whether you homeschool them, because even a lot of parochial schools, unfortunately, are not good schools. Yeah, that's that's exactly it, Paul. And I'll tell you, um, at this point in time, you know, that's why the Catholic school system was started, because uh, the public school education was started by Protestant. And they was there was, a, you know, this this uh, Protestant worldview, Protestant revisionist history. There was a lot of things that were wrong with our public schools initially. That's why Father McGivney and others started the, the, uh, the Catholic school programs is. Uh, Again, Catholics were forced to read the King James Bible in public schools, and the Catholic says, nah, we're going to read the Dewey Reims Bible. So Catholic schools became a counterpart. But unfortunately now, Paul, the left is so shrewd. They're so sly. They're so wicked. They're like a Trojan horse. 
they've infiltrated most of our Catholic schools with Marxist teachers. Yes, yes. And and so about about the only option right now is like a private academy, like a private Catholic academy that's not even annexed to the diocese, you know, run by by uh, by private Catholic homeschoolers or homeschooling. And, or and it, or yeah. the, S, the SSPX has some good schools out there. <laughs> yeah, they. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, because they're not beholden to. Uh, uh, they're not beholden to the. Uh, uh, the they're not going to hire Buddhist teachers or Protestant teachers or no. Hindu teachers or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's there's still some options out there. Uh, you know, we're going to be talking about another topic which is related to this. We're going to be talking about the libraries. Who would have ever thought, Paul, that our libraries? could be centers of, uh, of of complete Marxist propaganda, but that's exactly what we're fighting now. You, you would think that it was safe to send your kid to the library years ago, decades ago. It's not that safe anymore. Uh, I think everybody has to go and take a look at their library in their town, especially if you're a father or a grandfather or a mother or a grandmother, and, and snoop around the library and see what books you find there. We did this here over here in, in where I'm at, in Arizona in the library, but many of us Catholic and Protestant parents, and uh, we found all of these LGBT books. We took them to the librarian uh, and they got rid of them because there was a book. We'll be right back. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, Dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. Guess what? Public libraries are no longer a place for kids, or even adults for that matter. They become hubs of X-rated material designed to sexualize our children and debase human sexuality to the lowest common denominator. When did you ever think, Paul, that libraries would become a place where you could watch X-rated garbage? Um, this The article reads here, this past Sunday afternoon, a good friend of part of the church militant resistance crew stopped by my home. She was carrying a couple of heavy books, heavy bins of library books. Both bins were chock full of pro-LGBTQ books for kids. Some were rainbow colors, some were comic books, some were paperbacks, and some were hardcovers. But all were designed to foist on kids the deviant gender agenda. My friend explained her visit and the books. Um, she says, I'm entrusting these to your care for the next week or so. Please say some deliverance prayers over them, Father. Close quote. And she unpacked the bins, placed the books across my sofa. She explained, a group of us all concerned parents signed these out of our local public library yesterday so that they would not fall into the hands of our youth, close quote. As she shuffled the books around on the sofa, she concluded, quote, what we will do with these books after Pride Month is over, we have yet to figure out. But please hang on to this demonic filth for us for the time being, close quote. The point is that parents must take control, take back control of libraries. It's happening all over the country. I'm seeing Protestants and Catholics and people of goodwill are going to libraries, doing exactly what this article says. They're taking the books out and they're just not returning them. And uh, and, and and the fact is, uh, that's how we that's how we put feet to our faith. 
going to these libraries, checking out these books, lodging a complaint, especially if you're a young parent, you got a dog in this fight. Paul Commons. Yeah, Jess. Um, you know, when when at the beginning when you said who would have thought this, well, as you know, uh the uh the naked communist uh, That's right. Yeah. And, and and the list of uh, 45 goals of the Communist Party read into Congress back in 1963. Um, let me just quote uh, one of the points. Present homosexuality, degeneracy and promiscuity as normal, natural and healthy. And they also said prior to that, take over the uh, literature, the schools, the books, infiltrate the, uh, the the public education institutions. These are all goals of communism. Why? Because communism, you know, at the onset was atheistic and basically like Anton LaVey, you know, who was the, uh, uh, the he founded the Church of Satan. He mm -hmm. basically, you know, I don't know what their motto is, but it's something akin to do it. Do what thou will. You know what yeah. I mean? Do, do, and, do what thou wilt. That is the whole of the law. Yeah, that is the whole of the law. Basically, you're the law. There is no uh, restraint. Yeah. Do whatever comes to the imagination of your right. mind. And, and, and I hate to say it like that, but let me quote scripture for you right now. The heart of man is desperately sick, exceedingly wicked above all things. And who can know it? God has already given the assessment. And the only thing that can tame uh, a sinful heart is the Holy Spirit of God. He says, resist the devil and he will flee. And the only way we can do that, Jess, is to be empowered with the Holy Spirit of God, is to be in a state of grace, is to be uh, uh, understand that our end, the end of man, is God himself. We were created for a purpose. And that purpose we were designed for a purpose, and that end is God, and it was to glorify God. Amen. And when man forgets his purpose, then basically he becomes uh, no different than the other thing that was created on the sixth day, according to the book of Genesis, which is what? The beasts of the field, and that's what we mm -hmm. are right now. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. That's the human race is turning, is reverting back to a six-day existence. Yes, um, yeah. This article says something very interesting. It says the total number of LGBTQ plus books checked out by the group of concerned parents is 34, representing a total of over 9,500 print, printed pages of propaganda. Mm. Here are some of the titles of these parents that went to the, their public library. Okay. It just, mm. this is just one public library, a couple of set of parents. One of the books is called What's the T? Pushing Transgenderism. Another book, The Pride Guide. Another book, Queer, The Ultimate Guide for Teens. Another book, The Book of Pride. Number, another book, The ABCs of LGBTQ+. And another book, Gender Quest. The common, mm. themes, the common themes in these that emerged in these 34 publications included a first bullet, homosexuality and gay sex are all A-OK. -okay. Number two, there are no downsides to being gay. Number three, what feels good for you is right. Number four, hmm. what gender you are born with, with, what, what gender you are born with no longer matters. You can change. And number five, don't accept any pushback about being LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus from anyone, not your parents, family, or friends. It was clear that the books have no intrinsic value, either from an educational or a cultural standpoint. None are a work of Shakespeare in the rough. Most significantly, there is no spiritual dimension. God is not only dead in the books, he does not exist. Simply put, they are propaganda designed to indoctrinate youth into a queer lifestyle. If you doubt me, listen to the chants 
at the New York Pride Parade this past weekend, quote, we're queer, we're here, we're coming for your children, close quote. Looking at the two books more closely reveals the depth of the atheistic, depraved, pro-LGBTQ plus doctrine that they promote, Paul. Yes, Jess. Um, uh, if this is not a wake-up call, um, I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> you know, they, um, you know, Jess, you can see this. Every family, you know, has been affected by this in one way or another. Oh, yeah. I just, I yeah. just got back from a, a camping trip, and it's so sad because, uh, you know, you know, my wife has a large family, and and I, you know, you see children who are moving toward this, wearing rainbow type hats and so forth. They're being taught this as children, just like they said, a okay. It's in the libraries. This is normal. Uh, no, Jess, it's not normal. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. You know, um, we live in a, we live in a sad time, um, very sad time. And, and Satan himself, uh, knows how precious children are in the sight of God. And so he's working overtime to pervert them. That's right. On the, uh, on the next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about the um, diabolic components of this whole transgender movement. I'll talk about the history of some of these demons that they mm. never die. Obviously, angels and demons don't die. They live forever. But they're, they're, mm -hmm. but they're back. They're back with seven of their friends, even stronger. Mm. Um, the article says here, the Pride Guide by Joe Langford, published in 2018, boasts of being the complete guide to sexual and social health for LGBTQ plus youth. Nowhere in this book, the Pride Guide, is there a mention of God or a higher power. In the short two-page chapter called The Religion Thing, Joe Langford, the author, concedes that many queer people do find a way to mesh their beliefs and identity together. But the chapter is really about bullying. Coming out, on the other hand, holds great significance for Langford. If the author believed in the sacred, it would be tantamount to a sacred rite, akin to the sacrament of confirmation for Catholics. Langford dedicates a chapter to the so-called rite. She describes it this way. Coming out is the process of accepting and being open about one's sexual orientation, particularly when one's orientation is not straight. This is part of being healthy, being true to yourself, and being the most you can be. I suppose it's vital that you do the, do the ritual correctly so that you can get all the graces for this black sacrament. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Throughout Langford's book, she adheres to the, to the belief that what feels good is right. Indeed, this is her main thing. It is also the anti-Christian occultist. Alistair Crowley's hedonistic commandment, which was borrowed by, by Anton LaVey in the Satanic Bible, which is do what thou wilt, that is the whole of the law. For Langford, as with Crowley, the subjective feelings of a person are what makes something good. That's the definition of moral relativism. Mm -hmm. Catholics, by contrast, understand something good as only in how it adheres to God's natural law. Yep. Mm -hmm. Paul, you want wow. to pick up the last paragraph yeah. there? Yeah. Ashley Mardell's The ABCs of LGBT, published in 2016 and overpriced at $16.08 on Amazon, is advertised as a powerful tool for those that might be questioning their own identity. It reiterates for 189 pages that changing your identity and surgically removing parts of your body 
to suit the new gender ideology is as easy as the ABCs. Wow. Emasculate yourself. Uh, Mardell justifies her theme saying, learning about new identities broadens our understanding of humanity, heightens our, our empathy, and allows us different valuable perspectives. There is no discussion of how the fraudulent trans ideology pervaded the medical profession who is really pushing the agenda, how schools are involved and how it is being used to separate children from their families. Jess, what about the hypocritic oath of uh, 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 that doctors would take to do no harm? <laughs> that's know? what I, that's 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 out the window. It's actually been revised. I read several doctors have told me that it was revived years ago. So they've wow. taken all that all that ethical language, they've taken it out. Yeah, th that went out with the conscience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Therefore, uh, th uh, there is no input from, from doctors opposed to transgender ideology. There are no cautions about the dangers of trans surgeries. There's nothing about the hundreds of thousands of dollars for the drugs and surgeries. There's nothing about lifelong struggle to maintain the changes or repair the damage wrought by the mutilation of healthy body parts. There's nothing about the ethics of fast-tracking trans surgeries, including the people with autism. There's nothing about transgender ideology. Uh, there's nothing about how transgender ideology denies basic truths about the human person. Hold that thought, this, Paul. We're going to a hard break. Yeah, You're listening to Jesus Night. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up on the next, on the flip side. We're talking about the transgender mafia, this tra transgender cult, this transgender religion, and how it's affecting us as Catholics. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911, we're talking about libraries are no longer safe places for children. And as Catholics, Protestants, people of goodwill, we need to make libraries safe places once again. Uh, <clears throat> The article that we're sharing with here, it says, there's nothing new about how transgender ideology denies basic truths about the human person. This is not a guide in the true sense of the word. It is a work of fiction. <clears throat> the author, currently going by the pseudonym Ash Hardell, recently underwent a radical mastectomy, having her perfectly healthy breast removed after she fancies herself a man. Mardell, a.k.a. Hardell, posted a video of herself after surgery in which she dances shirtless in men's mm -hmm. underwear. The perversity of posting half-naked pictures of herself celebrating the surgical removal of her breasts matches the perverse advice in her book. Paul, I can't even uh, wrap my mind around this type of 
diabolical disorientation. Mm. This co- this comes from the pit of hell. The, the, these yeah. things are diabolically suggested, diabolically induced, diabolically uh, 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 promoted by evil spirits upon human beings. And I'll prove that. In, but you want to finish off that article, Paul? Yeah. The reality is that most public libraries are not safe for kids. It is foolhardy. It is foolhardy. It is foolhardy for them to be left unattended in what was once a safe place. The only option for a parent is for parents and guardians to accompany their children to the library and be very careful of the materials they. Peru, uh, peruse. Jess, also, I remember that uh, I said there was an app uh, you mentioned that was Covenant Eyes, right? Yes. So yeah. that so that also goes for, you know, uh, their, their their cell phones, you know what I mean? Uh, they, you know, they, there needs to be uh, some checks and balances there for these kids because literally uh, this stuff is being, uh, you know, it's just a, a couple of uh, strokes on the on the keyboard away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Kleinman, the stalwart advocate for children and for making public libraries safe for kids again, urges parents to get involved in their local library and take it back from the leftist godless commies. You know, Jess, um, again, we need to keep on, you know, putting this stuff out for people to wake up and realize that, listen, um, this is not something that happened overnight. This is something that has gone, uh, has been a systematic approach to literally tear down everything and to build back something that is unrecognizable, something that is offensive to God. That's right. Amen. Uh, the, these, this is diabolical. This is spiritual in nature. I'll tell you why. Mm. Father Gabriel Amorth of the the most prominent exorcist in the in the 20th century who just passed away in 2016 he says the following quote the devil wants to confuse your children about gender close quote mm-hmm. all right let me back up what he says here i'll prove to you that the whole transgender movement is diabolical in nature you'll notice that these transgenders they identify themselves with pronouns such as we or they or us or them. So these pronouns indicate a plurality of persons. What's interesting is that in the Holy Bible, when our Lord Jesus Christ would encounter a demonically possessed person, they would often say, quote, my name is Legion, for we are many. Mm. In other words, the transgender movement is spawned by demons. Second reason I could tell you that the transgender movement is spawned by demons, has its origin in the diabolical, because it's based on deception. It's based on deception. And that's one of the titles of Satan in Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. He's called the huge dragon, the ancient serpent, who's called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world, was Mm -hmm. thrown down to earth, and its angels were thrown down with it. So Satan is called the deceiver, and, and, and we now have deceitful spirits that we're dealing with that are projecting these thoughts into people's minds. Paul says in 1 Timothy 4.1, now the spirit expressly says that in later times, some will depart from the faith, that's the Catholic faith, by giving heed to deceitful spirits mm. and doctrines of demons. 
Notice these deceitful spirits. I'll, I'll give you some of the names of these deceitful spirits because we know some of the names of these transgender demons. Here's a verse. People wonder, well, why is that in the Bible? It's in Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. talks about cross-dressing. Don't cross-dress. Here's what it says. Quote, a woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing. For the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. Mm. So you're saying, okay, what's that all about? That doesn't make sense. What's Moses talking about here? What's God telling Moses? Okay, this is part of the holiness code. And this was written by Moses that it prohibited the Israelites, God's people, from cross-dressing as they left Egypt. Why? Because in Egypt, the Egyptians practice cross-dressing. And mm. the Israelites copied the Egyptians because they were there for 430 years. There was a, a, a transgender deity in Egypt named Shauska. Shauska mm. is the Egyptian transgender deity that possesses the dual nature of masculine and feminine. And so the, the Egyptians would cross-dress and worship this 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 uh, deity called Shauska, the Israelites started doing the same thing. When they were liberated, Moses said, knock this off because it was a pagan practice. Yeah. And Jess, isn't there uh, in India and in the Hindu, isn't there a Hindu God that is also, you know, has the breasts of a, of a woman and, uh, 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 you know, and part woman, part man? I, I don't know if there's a Hindu one, but there's certainly one. In the Old Testament, it's Baphomet. Yeah. There's a Baphomet. It's okay. if you notice, there's pictures of Baphomet, this this deity, which is a demon. It's all yeah. over the it's all over the, the uh, it's all over the internet because yeah. that's that's the that's the 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 image that this, they use that statue, the Temple of Satan, everywhere they go around the country. They use it on their website. If you look at Baphomet, that demon, that's the uh, basically. The it's a goat head, but it's got male body and female body parts. Yes. So, so it's part animal, it's part male, and it's part female. It's it's an androgynous demon, and mm. so it's it's not a coincidence that the temple of Satan, their their high priest, which is named Lucian Greaves, uh, and that's their mascot. That's that's their demon. That that's the demon of choice that they worship. Uh, it's not a. It's no wonder that he said that. Uh, the majority of our members in the temple of Satan in the United States, he says, we number about 50,000. He says, the majority of our members are transgender. Why mm. are they transgender? They worship a transgender demon deity. And, and so this is, uh, I also know that the Mesopotamians, which is a real ancient civilization, they also had, they also had, uh, a transgender demon that they worshipped. It was called Asinu. And uh, it, it, you could see in a lot of these old Mesopotamian inscriptions that uh, that this this demon or this god, this deity from the, of Mesopotamia, uh, it was able to turn men into women and women into men. That's part of the old Mesopotamian writings. And so... Uh, it, even the priest walked around the temple dressed as women back in Mesopotamia. So, Paul, these, these transgender 
demon, demon deities, they've been around a long time. Oh, yeah. So there's like Solomon said, just there is nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And yeah, here's another one. Homosexual and transgender Hindus commonly identify with and worship the various Hindu deities connected with gender diversity, such as Ardhanavara, mm. the, the androgynous form of Shiva and his and and his consort Parvati. Jess. Wow. Uh, yeah. So 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 this is a this is a, a you know a multicultural problem. Why? Because Satan is the god little G of this world. Yes. These, you know, if you want to know why God decided to destroy the ancient world in a flood, look no further than these kinds of issues. Understand no more than Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, you know, these things are an affront to God, and uh, God, it, 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 they're these are sins that cry out to heaven. Yes, Amen. One of the church fathers he gave some good insight on the Saint Jerome, fourth century father of the church. He says that the demon goddess in the Old Testament, Astaroth, he said she was a demon goddess of pride. Mm. <laughs> they celebrated Astaroth in June, uh, in in the Old Testament. She was also the goddess of parades. Mm. And Astaroth, this demon goddess in the Old Testament, caused men to dress like women and vice versa. Uh, and so, again, these, these demon gods that once inhabited these ancient civilizations, guess what? When you reject God like we have in this country, guess what? These demon gods have come back with seven more of their friends, Paul. Yes, Jess, take us home. We're getting short here. Yeah. You've been listening to Jesus 911, two-man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. I hope you uh, hope you uh, enjoyed the show. We sure did. Remember this. Remember Psalm 69, verse 2. That's our flagship verse for the show. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. My brothers and sisters in Christ, pray your rosary every day. Pray with your heart. Pray it from your heart. Go to Mass as often as possible. Read your Bible every day. Read the Mass readings every day. Saturate yourself with the Word of God. Remember to add fasting and penance into your interior life. And also remember, go to confession often, at least once a month. So we stay in a state of grace. We live and die in a state of grace. These are the five stones of David. Wake up, America. Don't hit the snooze button. There's going to be a global warming alert one day. And what is that? Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? And as my baseball and football coach used to tell me, Jess, before you, when you go out there, leave it all out on the field. What I'm telling you right now is your coach, Paul and Jess, we're telling you, before you die, make sure you leave it all out on the field for Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. Again, I say amen. Well, that's a wrap. Up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. Uh, coming, giving to you high level apologetics. As for me and Paul, we are out till Thursday. We'll see you back on Thursday. Um, same, we'll see you on Thursday. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Keep the faith. And uh, have a great, blessed, and happy, holy day.